Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Pure Hope with your host, Reverend Janice Hope Gorman. Hope is the name the angels gave Reverend Gorman. Help open planetary eyes. And that's what we hope to do on Pure Hope. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to the Pure Hope Show, our 23rd show and the first show of 2015. So I'm so happy to say Happy New Year to all of you who are tuning in tonight. I hope that you all had an excellent Christmas and a happy Hanukkah. I myself had two full weeks off during that time, during the holiday season, and I was so ready to come back to our beautiful temple here to serve as well as come back to this exciting program. In fact, this whole year is going to be filled with exciting programs all through this year. I am totally 100% to all of you devoted to providing you with free information related to the esoteric and mystical side of life. This program is directed towards your consciousness, towards heart, towards truth. And so I'm going to ask you all to embrace the meditations that we are going to be providing for all of you. The Pure Hope Show is an extension of the Hope Interfaith Center that is located in Mankato, Minnesota. And we are a spiritual center who embraces all faiths and many, many pathways to awaken and to remember the truth of who we all are. And we also explore at the Hope Interfaith Center metaphysics, the New Age ideologies that talk about aligning with your pure vibrational energy, which I call heart energy or pure consciousness. The Pure Hope show for this whole year will contain new information. I believe it's going to be new and also valuable information of a variety of subjects closely related to never compromising your vibrational integrity. I'm going to say that once again. All of our shows, it's going to have a variety of information but it's going to be related to never compromising your vibrational integrity. All of these programs will help you move through this epic year of 2015. As I always say, and many of healers will say, that the emergence of the new human is upon us right now. And it is time to remember who you truly are. Tonight our program is going to be all about meditation and perhaps even a bit about how it rewires the brain. I know for all of you, if you've read the intro, I talked about how I've been doing meditation for over 30 years, and I know that by a daily practice, you can literally rewire the brain that helps one develop a new kind of relationship with all life. So we are being given a blessed opportunity to proceed forward at this time, as a powerful, diamond light, God, goddess, magnificent energy. And you and I will remember the truth of this beauty, and we will be able to create a new and beautiful world. Our guest tonight is a very powerful, powerful woman. She believes that we are all multidimensional masters and creators, 
And the reason why we are called this the program Rewire Me, Please, is because of the meditation that she will be sharing with us tonight. I've asked her to do a couple of meditations, and hopefully we can do both of those tonight. It is one of the most powerful meditations for me that I have ever experienced. Um, she presented it to our professional women's group here at the center, the Temple on the Hill. And right after she was done, I looked at her, I winked at her, and I said, I want you on my January program on the Pure Hope Show. It was so incredibly powerful for me, and I believe that it changed me, and I also believe that it will also change you. It will rewire your brain if, and that's a big if for all of us, is it not, if you allow it to do so. Each word is like listening to a truth serum for the brain that washes away the old, worn-out beliefs that do not serve us anymore. How many out there have heard this from their teachers and their mentors to let go of those things that are so worn out that it does not serve you anymore? And we hope that this program about meditation will do so. What a wonderful way, I believe, to start the new year out. So as you listen to this program, I will ask you at the end of the program, pass this program on to three to five other people perhaps on your Facebook. I'm always asking you for just a little bit of help to make this snowball even grow bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. We've had over 30,000 hits, and we are proud of that at the Hope Interfaith Center, and we want to roll that snowball downhill. And that is the reason why I always ask people, to, if you've liked what you've heard on this program, and we certainly hope that you will, to contact three to five people on your Facebook and said, just check us out. I know that there are still many, many people out there who live in duality consciousness, and Rhonda's words have a potency to do, to bring us into oneness consciousness. They can do just that. So here is just a little bit about our guest tonight, Rhonda Kanata has a nine-year background in wellness consulting, committed to embodying and promoting prevention and holistic health for humanity and for the environment. Beyond that, Rhonda is blessed with a diverse experiential basis for the expression of a wide array of divinely inspired gifts. Rhonda Kanata runs the Ray of Light Enterprises, and what Ray of Light stands for is remembering always to say yes to living into the full glory of your highest truth. Her mission is to be a catalyst for self-healing, promoting, and exemplifying self-empowerment, and of course, living your joyful, authentic she creates wonderful guided meditations that deepens all beings into a depth of remembering their truth and who they are. May I remind the audience that this is a live show and sometimes the energy gets very interesting. So um, please bear with us and send us good energy as we continue with this program. I would like to give you the phone number to call. If you do happen to have a question or a comment, please feel free to call us. The number is 213-559-2974. 
Then just press 1, and our program director will pick up the phone and let me know that there is someone on the line with a question. We always invite you and all beings to phone us in. We deeply and most sincerely welcome that conversation with any of you. Once again, the number is 213-559-2974. Without having you wait any longer, please, please, please help me introduce and welcome Rhonda Kanata. Rhonda, I would like to thank you for coming to the program tonight. Thank you so much for having me, Hope. I, it really is a blessing and an honor for me to be here, and uh, I'm just so excited to be with you and to be able to share with your audience tonight. Well, your voice is crystal clear. I love the music that you have in the background, and as you know me, Rhonda, and I know Rhonda quite well, um, because she is a member of the Hope Interfaith Center here and is an active participant of love and divine light, that I don't ask people lightly to come on to the program. So um, I do believe in the work that you're doing and your ability to write meditations that blow me away, and I'm hoping that everybody else will be blown away in a good way um, with your work that you do, the work that you do. Thank you. I just wanted to ask Rhonda, as I always ask all of my guests on the Pure Hope Show, is that for one of the statements that I have used often that you have spoken to me about is I don't want to create a life out of obligation but out of inspiration. I love that statement. I don't want to create a life out of obligation but out of inspiration. Can you explain to our audience what that statement means to you? Yes, um, thank you for that. Um, when I think of this idea of living from obligation, I am reminded of a movie from, I think, the 90s. I'm not sure how long ago it was, but I want to say the movie was Sleepless in Seattle, and I'm notorious for not remembering details incredibly well. But I remember it was a Tom Hanks movie, and um, at any rate, there was a moment in the movie when Tom was expressing his frustrations um, with the sometimes overwhelming nature of single parenting. And at that point in the movie, he, he just was frustrated, and he exclaimed, my whole life is have to. And I remember how that struck me in the moment that I heard it. I could definitely relate to it at that time, having, you know, being a single parent myself and feeling a bit overextended. But even as I could relate to it, his statement felt so harsh to me, like it siphoned the joy right out of life. So I think more importantly, I feel like it sparked in me a glimmer of the truth that I have the power to transform my own reality. I think that many of us trudge through our lives immersed in the things we've allowed ourselves to believe that we are supposed to do. We do a lot of shooting on ourselves, and we often lose sight of what it is we're truly here to do and to be. So um, for me, having been a single parent myself, I definitely struggled for a number of years with that notion that my whole life centered around have to. And it's taken me quite a while to realize that there really is another way. Um, sometimes I'm kind of a slow learner, Thankfully, Spirit is very, very patient with me. 
But I would suggest that if you find yourself living in what feels like survival mode, and I think many of us can relate to this to some degree at any given time, then you are living from obligation. And that can be a rather heavy, depleting, uninspiring energy. In contrast to that, how often as adults do we allow ourselves to revert back to the free-spirited nature of our child selves, making our choices and creating our lives by giving priority to those things and people and experiences that light us up and make us feel truly alive? I believe that my mission on the planet at this time is to help people remember the infinite bright light that exists within each one of us and quite literally connects us all to the all. Several years ago, Spirit spoke this to me. You don't have to do anything, and you have the power to do everything. How liberating is that? There really is nothing that you have to do. We have the power to choose and to create a reality from a place of desire and passion and joy. In the simplest terms, living from inspiration is listening to that all-wise voice from within that is inviting you in every moment to share your bliss with the world. When we're living from obligation, we're shushing that voice and allowing ourselves to be ruled by influences that come from outside ourselves conforming to being a character in a story that the world is convincing us is right or necessary or required. I think it's important to ask ourselves, am I listening to and honoring that voice from within? And of course, meditation, the power of presence, is the channel that allows us to hear that voice. So what is your joy? What makes you feel alive, on fire, what is that for you? It's unique for each one of us. And that's the beauty and brilliance and magnificence of life. I tell people, if you love counting peanuts, and that may seem really silly as a, an example, although maybe it's not because maybe there is someone out there who loves counting peanuts, and I certainly wouldn't want to in any way discount or diminish that. But if that's your thing, if you love counting peanuts and it truly lights your fire, then I say do that. Do more of that. Don't let anyone tell you that it's not enough or that you're not enough. Whatever your joy is, whatever it is, that's what makes you special and magnificent. That's your gift to the world. It's your light. I in, uh, really encourage people to let yourself be inspired to shine that great light. And yes, it very often takes great courage. But what's cool is that when you shine your light, you give others permission and inspiration to shine theirs. It becomes this incredible chain reaction display of fireworks. And I believe that's what this human journey is about. Bright lights everywhere, fusing into the oneness of the infinite, creative, and expansive nature of the light, the life, and the love of the divine, which we all are. So that's my short answer. <laughs> wow. I love it. I was just going to say to our audience tonight, see, we are beginning that rewiring of the brain now. So articulate, so well put, so much into the divine. And when I first hold, um, held that statement within my heart, I think I have said it over and over and over to myself that I 
I want to create a life out of inspiration and not obligations. And just what you said about that movie, I my whole life feels like it's a bunch of have-tos. I hear that a lot when I'm working with people in my office. Um, office. So inspiration is the name of the game for this new year as we go forward. So thank you, thank you, thank you. That was glorious. Absolutely. Glorious answer. Thank well, you. Tell, yeah, tell us a little bit about your passion about writing meditations and when did that all begin for you? Okay. Um, well, I've been writing since I was a child and uh, creative writing actually has always been a passion of mine. And interestingly, the world will tell you, and I was certainly told many times, that avid readers make great writers. Um, however, I, as a child, really wasn't much of a reader. Um, I can actually kind of feel like I can count on one hand the number of books that I felt like I read. Um, so it was kind of interesting. My family, I think, even still is a bit mystified at how articulate I can be. My mom will kind of say, you know, I don't know, I don't know where you get that. It's, it's almost like you just always had it. And I really bring that up only as a reminder that for all of us, your gifts are your divine gifts. And, and they've been given to you to share with the world. And you've had them. You've always had them. You can cultivate and expand on them for sure, but do not question that they are the divine wanting to express in, as, and through you. And so I encourage you, allow yourself to be that perfect channel for the expression of your unique gifts, whatever they may be. If it comes naturally to you, then take it as a sign. It is wanting to be born and expressed through you. Don't deny or suppress it, because each time you do, you are hiding your light. And I, for a good portion of my life, feel like I was the poster child for hiding my light. Um, that light is meant to be shared with the world. So that all said, I began writing meditations a number of years ago when I was involved in a prosperity group, and we convened over the phone, and um, it's just something that they kind of called me forward to. And so I believe that guided meditations can be incredibly powerful. And as you mentioned earlier, potentially transformative experiences. For me, it's been awesome to integrate the very creative, visual side of myself with my love of words and language, and then to deepen in that communion by sharing it with others in this very holistic, visceral experience. I do want to um, give a shout-out and express to my beloved cousin Stephanie some gratitude, some very heartfelt gratitude, because she was actually very instrumental in recognizing my gift to create powerful meditations and in calling me forward to expand upon that gift. She very lovingly pushed and prodded me to move beyond my fears, and I just I hope that we should all be so fortunate as to have a mentor who invites us to show up more greatly and grandly, to bless and be blessed. So thank you, Stephanie. Um, it, it really has been a gift for me, and I, I feel so blessed to share it with the world. So ultimately, it, it has been a gift for me that's evolved over time through practicing it with a multitude of uh, coaching programs, classes, workshops, spiritual gatherings, and things like that. So... So do you think that meditations can rewire the brain or perhaps a bit like turning on certain DNA encodements? Do you think that's possible with meditation? Yes, yes okay. I absolutely believe meditation has that power. 
I believe that all of life is this grand creative process. And in each new moment lies the power and the infinite potential to recreate ourselves anew. So just like exercise is to the body, I believe meditation, or excuse me, I believe that exercise is meditation for the body. So, you know, I think when you find that when you exercise consistently, you'll inevitably witness physiological changes in the body. Exercise is merely introducing the body to a higher vibration as is choosing higher vibrational foods to feed the body. Meditation is a means of introducing the mind to higher vibrations. So as we consciously, deliberately, and intentionally connect the various dimensions of ourselves to higher frequencies or vibrations, our operating systems, if you will, take on the properties of those higher frequencies and fuse them to become a vibrational match. So just like exercise and diet... Meditation is a practice that will hold you to a higher vibration the more consistently you give yourself to it. I believe that we are in our true essence of vibrational frequency of light. I believe the idea of ascension is that notion of raising our vibration so that we ultimately increase in our capacity to resonate with the truth of who and what we are. So yes, I love the way you put it, turning on DNA encodements, I think raising your vibration is not about becoming something that you are not. It's about getting completely tuned in and turned on to who and what you already are. Well put. I I always tell my clients, because a lot of them are listening tonight, and what I do tell them is that when people start meditation, they tend to give up because they feel... Um, perhaps they're not obedient to a practice or not obedient to the uh, the opportunity that we have that this DNA can be turned on. So I tell everybody, don't give up, don't give up, don't give up. Because when you initially do meditation, just like for me when I initially did meditation, it can feel like you're in the middle of an arm wrestling match, you know, where <laughs> your ego kicks in. But what I tell people, if you don't give up, I tell them eventually your mind will surrender, yes. will ease up, and the truth will be revealed to you, and then you'll be able to embrace this new vibration. And I always say to people, how could it not? Um, there is a woman that I know, um, uh, Marine Moss, who is quite well known, and she had said that information is not transformation, which I think is good. And she talks about that our next breakthrough or our next deep realization of our truth, which she would consider as a permanent shift right now of our consciousness, she believes it cannot be just simply transmitted to us. She believes that transcendence is a result of embracing and acting on a deliberate and loving action. So I want to encourage everyone out there, and I know Scott Tower might be listening because I asked him to tune in, that what I'm hearing to have people do is to do, if they did one perfect pattern of perfection. And I tell people, it's not about the struggle of success or non-success because you're going to be successful either way. So I don't want to have them buy into any suggestion of that 
it's going to be successful or there's going to be failure. Because I tell them that's just nothing but the ideas that's kind of rising out of the mind. And But perfect patterns of perfection means that what can I do in this year that I can do every single day, even if it's for five minutes a day, to bring yes. in the truth serum to turn me on, tune me up, and to have me go out there to live my life of inspiration. So I'm telling all the world out there who has tried meditation, stopped meditation, tried meditation, stopped meditation, that yes, it's going to feel like arm wrestling for a little bit, but if you continue to do it, the mind will surrender and you will reap the benefits of meditation. So that's how I see meditation. I see the importance of it um, so much. And that's the reason why I wanted to do my first program of this year on meditation, meditation, meditation. So um, at this time, what I would like is, um, and to tell everyone, once again, that the reason why I asked Rhonda to be on the show tonight is that she shared this meditation with us, and she's going to share it on the Hope, uh, Pure Hope show right now, and that this meditation just, uh, I don't know if I want to say walloped me, opened me, uh, tears came to my eyes. So can you tell us a little bit more about how that meditation came to you? Yes. Yes, thank you. I feel so blessed by the invitation and the opportunity to share with you and your beloved audience. Um, this meditation originated actually with a series, a uh, class series of meditating that I had offered, which was a 12-class series focusing on 12 different healing mind powers. And so for each class, I shared a meditation that I had written specifically to help us connect with that specific mind power of the day. So this particular meditation was actually designed originally to connect us to our healing mind power of eternal life. Um, when Hope invited me to share a guided meditation with our professional women's group, I really wanted to enhance this meditation so that it would be a deeply profound call to each of us to shine in our magnificence coupling a willingness to be vulnerable along with drawing from that deep well of courage, um, the combination of which I believe allows us to truly see and be seen in our divine truth and to shine our brightest, most brilliant light in the world. So, um, so that's kind of where it originated. And if we're all set at this time, I would like to take you into the meditation. I would love that. I would love that. Okay, awesome. So I would invite you to get yourself into a comfortable seated position. Uh, if there are any listeners who happen to be driving, uh, I would encourage you to listen and be present. But because it is a guided visualization process, you may want to come back to the recorded version of the meditation at a later time to experience it more fully. So I encourage you to let the meditation be an experience that you create for you. That said, I believe that there is not necessarily a right position for meditating. However, I do not recommend lying down as you are then susceptible to falling asleep. Um, but a nice, comfortable, seated position on a chair, on a pillow, uh, legs crossed, extended, basically whatever feels good for you, so that you can remain essentially still 
for a reasonable amount of time. And I do find that for me, good posture enables me to more fully receive the energy of the meditation through my entire being. So that that may be helpful. Okay, so here we go. Again, I invite you to get yourself comfortable, whatever that is for you. Close your eyes and receive a couple of deep breaths. Breathing in through your nose and out through your mouth. Allowing yourself to come present to this moment with ease and grace. Simply calling any and all of your scattered energies in. Taking note of any thoughts you may have lingering in the past, the what-ifs, resentments, regrets, and the things we hold dear and tend to want to cling to. Any energies that are scattered, know that by the simple power of intention, you can call them back and invite them to settle right here in this holy moment of now, the only thing that truly exists. Any thoughts or energies you may have projected out into the future, worries, anxieties, anticipations, impatience for something not yet arrived, gently call them back to you, your center, which is this magical moment of now. Allow all of these thoughts, these energies, to settle peacefully in the center of your head. Notice that simply by deciding to come present to this moment, you gather all of your own energy, reclaiming your infinite power and condensing it into the most peaceful place in existence, this, the present moment. I invite you to imagine that all of this gathered, condensed energy is pooled in the center of your head. Allow yourself to just notice the calmness of the pool and feel the calming effect it has on your entire being. Breathe into that. Let yourself bask in the comfort of being centered and the knowing that you are whole. Continue to breathe. Now, I invite you to imagine the pool there in the center of your head, slowly beginning to trickle down from your head space, internally finding its way, gradually and gracefully flowing down tranquil as spring water on a hillside, washing over your heart space to pool peacefully in the open receptacle 
in your core. Know that your thoughts can rest there, unattended, as you surrender now to your stillness, the silence within. I invite you now to bring your awareness to your physical body. Set the intention that regardless of any tensions that may be hiding or lingering, you will now allow all of the muscles in your body to relax. Beginning with the top of your head, feel what it is to let all tension and tightness release and relax. Let all the muscles in your forehead, your cheeks, your jaw become very relaxed. Continue to breathe and notice how focusing on your breath allows you to relax even more. Let that relaxation move down through your neck, easily over your shoulders, just releasing, surrendering, letting go. The relaxed feelings expand through your chest, and down into your abdomen. Feel your arms relaxing. You might notice them first becoming heavy as you let all the tensions out. And then notice how, as you give in to this peaceful state, they seem to become weightless. Allow that peaceful, easy feeling to extend all the way to the tips of your fingers. Continue to breathe. Now allow your pelvic area to become very relaxed, feeling wonderfully supported, even cradled in your seated position sending that relaxation all the way down through your legs, extending all the way through and even beyond your feet and the tips of your toes. Feel yourself grounded, connected to, and fully supported by the earth beneath you and the air above and around you. Be aware of your breathing. Notice its cadence and the depth of each inhale. I invite you to use your awareness to simply slow the breath down so that it aligns with your state of relaxation. Allow each breath to come all the way in, filling you, expanding you in a way that feels comfortable and yet has the quality of deepening you in your connection to yourself. 
Give each breath back in full measure, allowing the natural balance to occur in an effortless, relaxed rhythm. Bringing your awareness now to your heart, the life source that is you. Let yourself become aware of the beating of your heart. Notice how you can connect with your own pulse simply by moving your awareness to it. Let yourself know your heart as the doorway to all inner dimensions, to your truth and to your divinity. Let yourself feel the unity of the light and the life that exist in absolute harmony as the power and presence of you. Continue to breathe Now imagine that within you exists a flame. Allow yourself to become aware and to see in your mind's eye the brilliance and intensity of this flame centered beautifully in your heart space. Your place of power, truth, and inner knowing Feel your oneness with this flame, its warmth and constancy. Breathe deeply. Notice that as you breathe, you can only give more life, more light to this internal flame, the light source that is you. This is the eternal nature of your light, of you, the power and unwavering presence of you. This light cannot be extinguished. It endures all things. It has no beginning, no end, and no limitations. Light, perfect and pure and eternal. Allow yourself to feel the absolute indestructible nature of this light. Feel the empowerment of that, the abiding, lasting, unbounded essence of you. Allow that energy to imprint itself on every molecule of your being, boundless, endless, eternal. Notice the expansiveness of that energy, the strength and fortitude to express as exactly who and what you are without hesitation, without apology. Nothing can hurt you. You cannot be destroyed or diminished. Receive that. Breathe into it.
Now having this sense of absolute permanence, imagine that you could invite your heart space to open, that it would be so firm in its resolve to live forever that it would open without question or doubt. Feel the opening. Your heart space is now exposed to what you perceive as the outer world. The flame within you, representative of the light of who and what you are, is now being seen by all. You are shining in your truth. There is no place and no reason to hide. Allow yourself to notice what it is to be this vulnerable. Your flame, your light, your truth is now exposed to the elements. It is without the shelter that has become so familiar and so comfortable. This is what it is to be open, to live wholeheartedly, to be fearless and free, to shine, to stand in your own brilliance and radiance and divinity, to be authentic with a self-assurance that even in your nakedness you are loved and accepted just as you are, that you are safe. Notice what feelings arise in you. You might feel self-conscious, and you are now conscious of your true self. You might feel an inclination to shield your light. You might feel that this level of exposure is too much. Whatever comes up for you, simply notice it and thank it for sharing. Return to the feeling that no harm can come to you and your light. You cannot be broken or diminished. You are eternal. This is your true nature. No thought or word or feeling can change this truth. Now, imagine that you could take this flame, now exposed in your open heart space, that you could take it in your own cupped hands and connect deeply and intimately with it as your own precious, infinite, and glorious life. Feel the love and compassion you have for this essence of you, seemingly now so innocent vulnerable, transparent, and exposed. Imagine that you could take this 
your own life in your own hands and kiss it. Allow yourself to feel the bond of your humanity with your light of truth. Now, with your essence, your life force, your expression of truth cupped in your hands, slowly move your hands forward out into the space in front of you. Notice how the light of you fuses with the light of all the world. Feel the courage, the boldness of your willingness to put yourself out there and shine for all the world to see and appreciate. See the collective light grow infinitely brighter because of your willingness to be open and brave and to share your magnificent, unique light with the whole world. Let yourself feel exhilarated to be so liberated. Receive a deep cleansing breath as you lift your hands exalting the light and the truth that you are. This is your shining moment. See and feel the heavens open as this grand display of lights illuminates the entire universe and beyond. Hear the chorus of angels singing your praises and celebrating wonderful, extraordinary you. Your only responsibility is to be who you are, the perfection of life expressed. Prepare to undertake it with joy. You are eternal, and you are free. Allow yourself to bask in the freedom of being fully exposed as exactly who you are. Nothing to hide, no apologies, no adjusting to the ideals of others. Wonderfully enough, perfect and magnificent, just as you are. Breathe deeply. Let yourself smile and feel joyful. Give yourself a hug, warmly embracing your own divine nature with deep gratitude for the gift that you are and that you bring to the world. Receive that. Taking a couple more very deep breaths all the way in and releasing all the way out, allowing yourself to just breathe and receive. And whenever you're ready, 
allow yourself to easily and gracefully return to the sensations of your physical body. You can move around if you like. And then open your eyes and come back. Give everybody an opportunity to just slowly come back, come back into your bodies, and know that you've heard truth. And what I tell many people that if you've had trouble embracing this meditation, because it talks about our magnificence. If you have had trouble embracing this meditation with joy in your heart, then this is, my friends, my listeners, this is a clear sign that mind of the ego became engaged. And when this happens, it does not mean that you are failing. It just means that you need to hear this more often. It needs means that you need to hear about your magnificence more often. And so I would invite all of our listeners to come back to this in our archives to listen to this magnificent meditation. What I believe, um, my beloved listeners, is that this meditation that was just shared with us, I believe can help people wake up from the trance of who you think you are into an experience of who you really are. Because it takes us out of the false identification into the truth of who you are. So this is a meditation that doesn't put you into the trance. I believe it's a meditation that wakes people up from the trance of this third dimensional world of who they think they are into an experience of who they really are. So I would like to thank you, Rhonda, for that. Um, I would just, I myself, once again, got into it completely and thoroughly. So how how often, Rhonda, do you meditate? um, Per week or per month? Or how often do you meditate? Well, um... It's interesting because I think, as you said, you know, I think sometimes people are a little bit, sometimes maybe intimidated or have reservations about meditation, and and maybe we tend to overcomplicate it a little bit. But I'll just tell you what um, what my sense of meditation is. I I really like to remind people that being present to this moment of now is really the purest form of meditation. Truly connecting with whatever is in front of you and knowing that you are always seeing a reflection of your divine infinite self. So that said, um, if you notice those activities that allow you to feel sort of lost in the moment, almost as if you leave your human self to some extent, uh, for me, dancing, connecting with music, connecting with nature and the animal kingdom, creating artistically, writing, All of these are meditative practices. And as you might notice, all of these are things that I love. All things that connect me to my most authentic self. So 
if you're experiencing inner peace and or joy, then you are witnessing the power and presence of the divine. And my suggestion to those listening would be this, pay attention. Notice when you have found that sense of being lost in the moment and make a promise to give yourself more fully and consistently to that, whatever that is for you. This, I believe, is how we change the world, by tuning into, turning on, and, t- and turning up the bright light that we are. So... Um, Do I sit in silence with a lit candle, combining prayer affirmations, requests for guidance, um, and and just being very, very still? Absolutely. I absolutely do. And I I try to make that a daily practice, but I also um, find that all of these are ways to to connect with your divine self and really just remaining present is so huge. So I try to be, to be, a living meditation to remain ever present to this moment, aware and awake to the truth that life is this incredible playground. It's about love and joy and peace and prosperity and beauty and harmony and balance. And when it appears to be something rooted in fear, then I've lost touch with the present moment. And yet I can make a conscious decision to return to this moment of now again and again. And that's how we wake up from the trance and rise above the illusion of suffering. That's how we reclaim our power. So what has this understanding and practice of various forms of meditation done for me? Um, I would would hope that in whatever ways you might be resonating on higher levels with me right here, right now, you would find witness to what it has done for me. But to give you a more descriptive idea... The stillness of meditation is incredibly powerful at putting us back together and bringing us back to wholeness when we feel like we're falling apart or coming unglued. It's a resting and rebalancing and rebooting and recalibrating us to our truth. And it's awesome because fear cannot exist in the midst of the power and presence of the divine. So the benefits are infinite. Clarity, you begin to feel more clear. I very often receive answers to my questions and solutions to my dilemmas. Things that I plan to take care of will very often serendipitously resolve themselves with zero effort on my part. I have a deep sense of inner peace. Um, I feel like it takes a lot more to rattle me than it used to. But I like to, to take note of the fact that that's not a result of suppressing my stressors as it may have been in the past, and I think that might be a common pattern for a lot of us um, on the planet. You know, if you hear yourself saying, oh, I'm just very even-keeled, um, that the sense of inner peace that I have comes from being fully present to those uncomfortable, seemingly undesirable feelings and circumstances and allowing them to pass knowing that I am the power and presence of the divine and that I create my reality at the level of my own consciousness. So meditation helps me increase in my capacity to accept what is and to release my fears around it. It minimizes my suffering. It brings me back into balance. And incidentally, um, meditation is just like everything else in this multidimensional life. You don't need to practice it in excess. More is not necessarily better. So when it comes to sitting, you know, in silence, um, 
15 minutes a day, twice a day is phenomenally transfer, transformational, um, similar to exercising the body. It, you know, it doesn't take an excess amount of putting yourself into it and, and um, adhering to your practice. But exercising the body, again, it's actually another form of meditation if you're present to it. So with regards to, you know, if you're wanting to get started with just sitting in the stillness, you're just beginning, like Hope said, start with five minutes a day and honor that commitment for 30 days. Anybody can do that. And um, and when you reap the rewards, it's so, so worth it. But then you can gradually increase it. And um, if you can just let go of the judgments and, and kind of let go of the expectations of what it's supposed to look look like. So in the meantime, recognize that as you increase in your capacity to remain present to each moment of your life, you are evolving as your own living meditation practice. Meditation is shown to boost immunity, and that's another aspect that I feel like I can give testimony to. I very, very rarely have to deal with any health issues of any kind. And I believe that the important reason about that is, from my perspective, um, meditation realigns you with the truth that you are holy and whole, not broken or damaged or destructible. So I think for some people they fear meditation because they're so accustomed to operating on overdrive that they're almost a little bit afraid that if they submit to stillness and quiet the mind that they might just lose all control and their life will fall apart, which is so not true. It's just so the opposite. Um, you know, if you just pay attention, all of life's processes allow for resting and rebalancing. Day turns to night for a reason. And meditation is like that. It brings you back to center. You get clear. And contrary to what you might fear, you actually reclaim your power and return to your active life renewed and revitalized. The monkey mind that we talk about when we think about meditation, that the mind that just doesn't want to slow down or be quiet, the monkey mind that we silence in the stillness of meditation is not the enemy. I mean, it serves a purpose for us as well. It's a system that enables us to organize and take action in our lives according to our desires. Meditation allows us to utilize the aspects of the monkey mind that serve us and lead us to manifesting all that is in our highest good and for the highest good of all. And so, as I think we hear again and again, balance. Balance is is key. Um, so, you know, yeah, I really encourage people to make a consistent practice out of meditation, but don't um, beat yourself up if you're not doing it for hours a day. You really can reap the benefits with uh, a very minimal time investment if you just let yourself be present and, again, Enjoy being present to your life and realize that as you do that, as you are living in your joy, um, you are meditating all the time. You are definitely a ray of light. And I know that that's your business motto. Um, What, again, does that stand for? You want to tell our audience what ray of light stands for and what that means to you? Yes, um, it's interesting because it, uh, so many things come to me sort of in the dark of the night, um, quite literally, and ray of light is, is kind of one of those things. It's been with me for a while. It's an acronym, 
and it stands for remembering always to say yes to living living into the glory of your highest truth. Um, I understand my mission in this lifetime to center around illuminating magnificence and to remind all beings, be who you are, know that you are enough, perfect and magnificent just as you are. It is my intention to let my life's work be instrumental in helping people remember the truth of who and what they are so that they might shine their brightest light in the world. And I am so very excited to be in the process of setting up Ray of Light as a nonprofit organization. I've had Ray of Light on my uh, my voicemail for such a while, and I it, it's just been this evolving thing for me. But I, I'm in the process of getting set up as a nonprofit and collaborating um, with so many brilliant and amazing bright lights to bring forth spiritual retreats um, in a hobby farm setting. And it's really, really exciting. This is something that's been wanting to be born through me for quite some time. So that's something that you can look um, look for through the links or whatever is provided, the information, or if you're contacting me or whatever. These are things that are going to be coming forward through Ray of Light. Um, and through these retreats, I see an opportunity to cultivate more of what I envision to be a world that is the embodiment of bright lights, beaming intensely and radiantly in every way, shape, form, direction, dimension, um, just dispelling the illusions of superiority and separation. I see that we are all light, and light is not better or worse than light. Light cannot be separated from light which I believe tells the true story that we are all one. Thank you, thank you. If our audience who is listening to us tonight and who will be listening in our archives, um, if they are wanting to get a hold of you, would you like to give us some information on where they might um, get a hold of you? Sure. I have a landline phone number. Uh, That number is 507 345 6696 again 5073456696 and I also recently started a Facebook page um which you can look up under the title of Ray of Light Enterprises um and I'm in the process of getting a website set up that will uh be give more explicit information about the services I provide and whatnot so um uh, Amidst all of the gifts that I've been blessed with, technology hasn't been the one that's developed as fast as others, so, <laughs> so I'm a little bit slow in coming with um, with that, but um, it is uh, in the works right now, and so um, that, you know, if you connect with the, the Facebook page, then that will certainly connect you to the up-and-coming website and whatnot, and um, certainly my preferred method of connecting is person-to-person, so please don't hesitate to contact me by phone if you have any questions or interest in my services or anything that you feel inspired by or would want to collaborate on or anything. I certainly welcome. Um, I love, love, love connecting with like minds and hearts, and, and um, so please. Great, great, great. Well, I definitely want to thank you for joining us tonight, Rhonda. This has been a beautiful, beautiful evening. I hope everybody um, is at least beginning to open up to the truth of who they are. Um, Rhonda and I wholeheartedly believe in your unlimited brilliance and your potential um, 
that you have within you, everybody on this planet, is that ray of light. And tonight our aim was to invite you to your own recognition, not that we were going to try to help you recognize. Our aim tonight of coming together was to invite all of you to your own recognition. And what I always tell everybody, terms such as absolute or awareness or consciousness or existence frequently is used to point you home. And tonight, Paul, I and Rhonda wanted to make sure that you are ready home. <laughs> you, the listeners, and all other beings on this planet, you are ready home. We don't want to point you to home. You are ready home, and we wanted that to come into a greater recognition for all of you. So I thank you, Rhonda, for joining us tonight, for being my guest uh, first off on January of the Pure Hope Show in 2015, and it certainly has been a joy. Thank you so much. Thank you, Hope. Um, being on the show tonight and sharing this time with you really has been a gift for me beyond words. And so from my heart, really, thank you to all the listeners for your presence here tonight. And uh, and once more, I'm honored to remind you, be who you are. Know that you are enough, perfect, and magnificent, just as you are, and go out and shine your bright lights in the world. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I would like to share just one thing before I close tonight. And Many of you are aware of the Great Invocation and how the Great Invocation is indeed shifting. And my friend Scott Tower gave me a what I would call a rendition of a new great invocation and I took it upon myself to change it up just a little bit because I was going to talk to you about Lady Liberty and Michael the Archangel and Lady Liberty was giving us all the liberty to uh, change things and to move things and to be liberated into our freedom so this is what I call the the great invocation or the new great invocation. From the point of light, within the mind of the cosmic energy of oneness, let light stream forth into the minds of every person, every being. Let light descend on earth from the point of love within the heart of the cosmic energy of oneness. Let love stream forth into the hearts of every person and every being. May the world teachers return to earth, which is us who are awakening. From the center where the will of cosmic energy, of oneness. Let purpose guide the little wills of every person, every being, everyone. This is the purpose which the masters know and serve, which is us. Let goodwill and the will to do good descend on earth everywhere. From the center, which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out. And may it seal the door where miscreations dwell. 
let light and love and energy restore the plan on earth. Thank you to my audience for joining us tonight live on the Blog Talk radio show. Please, I'm going to ask all of you, please pass this on to friends on your Facebook, even a text to a friend or a family member who has never turned in, tuned in before tonight, might really grow um, as they listen to this program tonight. An invitation, a personal invitation from my many listeners is also perhaps what can turn the key to their realization. What better gift to give in this new year than to suggest something that would be for their awakening into their truth of who they really are. Please understand that there is indeed a radiant, unpolluted energy, a perfect white light that resides within your body cavity and outside it. We do not invite you on these programs to agree with a particular concept or belief. We invite you to join us to experience that which is unchangeable, that which is perfect, that which is divinity, and that of which you always have been and always will be. So thank you for joining me once again. I want you all to know that we are incredibly, incredibly powerful. There are some people who we have been asked to pray for, and one of the gentlemen on our list was a gentleman who had lung uh, transplant. He is doing well, but at this time, we're just going to send him love and light. There is another gentleman uh, who needs our support and help in his journey of remembrance. So let's just send that energy out to that gentleman and to all beings. We have also come to understand that there is a baby that is in womb right now, ready to be born. And I was told by the grandmother that this child, as soon as the baby is born, that this child will need a surgery. So at this time, we just send energy of love and light to this child who is in womb, ready to come forth. And that we see this baby going through surgery in perfect grace. I also would like to thank everyone for um, coming. I also want to welcome you to a group that Rhonda does here at the Hope Interfaith Center. It is on the first Monday of every month. We want to welcome you at 6.30 p.m. at the Hope Interfaith Center. And it's just called Welcome Home, and you'll be able to receive many more of these invitations and meditations that she has written. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Next month, I want to have you join me as well. We are having an internationally known speaker, writer, uh, documentary creator. His name is Nitin Azul, and very, very wonderful gentleman. I've had the opportunity to talk to him personally. He is a certified personal life coach, an award-winning filmmaker who serves as a guide 
to individuals for growth in personal and professional lives. We will be talking about the Kundalini. So this will be on on February 24th at 7 p.m. as well. So thank you, everyone. Until we meet again, I namaste, namaste, namaste you all. The light in me recognizes, adores, and loves the light within you. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of the month. And uh, happy Valentine's Day as well as we go into this beautiful, beautiful month of love. Thank you for tuning in to Pure Hope by Rev. Janice Hope Gorman. And until next time, remember that true greatness consists in being great in the little things. Be kind. Be gentle. Be loving. Be true.